This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Hey, badasses. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. We are so excited to talk to you today about daymaking. Um, but before we get into daymaking, it would really mean so much to us if you would get on Instagram and follow us at the Badass Ladies Club or on Facebook, Badass Ladies One Word Club. Um, checking out Badass Retreats and our Patreon membership um, really we are so passionate about healing here and we've got so many different ways that we can interact with you. One is this free podcast. Obviously the membership is something you can get into for as little as $5. Or if you're ready to make big investments in your healing and growth and personal development, well, then you can come with us to Costa Rica or to one of our retreats in Oklahoma or one of our local workshops in Fort Worth. Like there's just so many ways that we want to be here to support you. So your support means so much. Um, can we please talk about, speaking of support, this week's badass of the week, um, because she's the kind of badass that has just like been life-changing for me, for sure. Absolutely. Our badass of the week this week is Eva Nelson. Eva is a healer. Yeah. I don't even know what her title is other than healer. Healer, she's... I mean, can we start off with the fact that she's a genuine, real human being? Yes, that a relationship with Eva is a raw, real, um, no bullshit kind of relationship for, and I don't want to say the first time in my life because I don't like, because I feel like you and I have always been good at this, but without consciously being good at it, she's like a professional space holder. <laughs> Yes. And I don't know if she would agree with that title or if that's what she wants to be called, but um, holding space for one another is incredibly important. And you know what, Laurie? Actually, there are times in our friendship where I feel like I could have held space for you better, but I didn't know any better until I started doing my training with Eva. Well, and to your point about Eva, though, like, even when you have true relationships with people that like really get you and you connect with mm -hmm. one another, it's not until you have a friend and in our case, a healer like Eva, that you understand what it means to truly be there for another human being, you know? So mm -hmm. like Eva came to us as a healer, you know, and we both have participated in a lot of her offerings that she has different healing sessions and trainings and all of that, which we will get into when she comes on the podcast for sure. Yeah. So like all those episodes where we've talked about our healing journey, this, this is, is who, who we're, we're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. yeah. But the, the real beauty of having Eva in my life is that I am better at being Laurie for me and for all of the people that are around me and depending on me and need me, you know, like that I have up leveled in a human as a human in ways that I didn't even know were necessary or possible before I met Eva. So, and that our work, my work with her has been so transformative that even though it's been going on for months, like we literally couldn't even talk about it until we got to today um, because it is just so powerful um, and amazing. So we're so excited to share Eva with uh, the Badass Ladies Club. Yeah, Eva has 
made an impression on my life. And I hope that it's a long friendship and journey with her and just the transformation that you and I have been going through separately, yet kind of mirroring one another together has been really, really cool. And I think that it's made us better friends because I've always trusted you, Laurie, but now more than ever, I trust that you know what's right for you, that I know what's right for me, and that as long as it's right for us, that everything else will fall into place and it's going to be okay. Well, and that, um, you know, like when you just do what's right for you, the right people stick around. Always. And that that has been our experience, I think, with uh, with mm-hmm. us. So, yeah, Eva Nelson, get on the Badass Ladies Club. Um, we're so excited to have you on as Badass yes, of the Week. Eva, we can't wait. And it's no joke that this week's episode is about um, making people's days. Day making. One of my favorite things to talk about, honestly. I love it's it. It's true. So a long, long time ago when we were a baby podcast, <laughs> we... Um, did a shout out to David Wagner and Charlie um, yeah, and his wife, Charlie, and they are extremely busy people. Of course. <laughs> so this I think is like a second attempt, but, um, no hard feelings, David, you're wonderful and busy, <laughs> but, um, David Wagner is a big time, um, figure in the Aveda world. He owns the first ever, Aveda Salon. He is a salon owner. Yes. Um, and he bought it from Horst, who created Aveda. David's OG. Like, there's no doubt yes, about it. Yes, he is like, OG. Um, and Horst is no longer with us. So, like, if Horst is no longer here, David is like, or Hans, or, you know, or so Shivnoth, or any yeah. other number. Like, there's lots of people in the tribe, anyway, you yeah. know, that yeah. you could um, think about. But, like, on the surface, though, and not to undermine, like, what a powerful brand jute his chain of salons is, and how, what a great, you know, like, behind-the-chair um, career he's had, you know. Definitely inspirational on a lot of fronts. Uh in my opinion, the biggest contribution that David Wagner has made is in writing Life as a Daymaker. Um, right. So Only because it inspires things like this episode yeah. where we're like talking about it as a verb, like as a yes. you know, living, breathing thing. Like yes. I had never heard of daymaking until I read his book. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, David Wagner wrote a book called Life as a Daymaker. And it really circles... Um, like around hairstylists and people in the beauty industry. But I say, even if you're not in the beauty industry, it is an incredibly powerful No, this is a movement for everyone. Yes. Like, yeah. um, there's even like a day-making day. Yes. <laughs> like a holiday right. for day-makers. Um, and it's just centered around this idea that a little kindness goes a long way and that everyone is doing the best they can. And it is your job as a human to be a daymaker. Well, and that you never know that when you're just going about your, you know, in his case, his job, which was doing people's hair and taking care of people from a beauty standpoint, that what you're doing on a daily basis could make or break someone's day. 
Mm-hmm. And that could be something as simple as like when somebody's checking you out at the grocery store, like having an actual genuine conversation with them and looking them in the eye and like having a mutual, you know, like experience together is sometimes like what someone needs to get through their day, you know? Right. To stop like being on autopilot. Don't just go through the motions. Like engage with people, you know? Look people in the eye and make a connection. And even if that's just a, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. You know, like say it and and look up from your phone while you say it, you know, like don't just say shit because it's what is coming out of your mouth. Like, yeah, you too. You know, like that being, and that's what I love about, um, genuine connections with people is that sometimes people catch me off guard Mm -hmm. by asking me a question that I was not expecting, you know, or like interacting like a complete stranger interacting with me in a way, um, that is unique to them. Like the, the world needs more of that. And it does, or it's also like why interacting with kids sometimes is so fun because kids have no boundaries on like (laughs) what's appropriate or what is necessary or even what's like rude. Sometimes that shit that comes out of kids' mouths. I'm like, Oh my God, I love you. You know? Um, when I, was getting ready to have knee surgery and I like had to walk around in my knee brace for months on end. I was standing behind a lady and her, like, he was probably like five year old son in line to check out at the grocery store. And he like is staring at my knee brace, like mesmerized by it. And he grabbed his mom and he pulled her down and he said something in her ear. And she said, well, you should tell her. And the kid goes, I really like your robot leg. (laughs) (laughs) I I had no idea. Like, I thought he was going to say something about my green hair at the time or maybe about my tattoos. You know, like I had no idea what he was like talking about what I looked like. Um, But the fact that he liked my robot leg was like, it made my day to the point of our episode where like sometimes um, the silliest compliments or the things that, you know, obviously my knee brace had nothing to do with my like aesthetic image or things that you think that people are judging you for. It was just so genuine and awesome. Like that's what day making is really about. Um, On the subject of kids... Uh, probably a month or so ago, I was at a restaurant with Adelaide and we were sitting at the bar top. We just ordered food and this beautiful black woman sat not right next to me, but a chair over from me. And she was just gorgeous and had these big eyelashes and she had these like braided and extensions in her hair that were like curly, but braided and kind of fun colors. And, you know, Adelaide is five. She's at an age where she has no filter and I'm always scared of (laughs) what's going to come out of her mouth. I love it. Um, and so this woman sits a chair away from me and Adelaide says, well, mom, look at her. (laughs) And I was like, you know, and I kind of whispered to Adelaide and I said, what about her, you know? And she goes, she's beautiful. Mm. And I said, oh, well, Adelaide, you should tell her that. And Adelaide got really shy Mm -hmm. and she was like, no, no, no. And I was like, no, honey, you need to tell her that that is the kind of thing you tell people, right? And so she still wouldn't do it. And I said, well, if I get her attention, would you tell her? And she said, yeah. So 
I said, excuse me. And the woman looked at me and I said, my daughter has something to say. And Adelaide said, I think you're really beautiful. And she said, well, thank you so much. You know, you're a beautiful young lady too. And um, I I was so afraid of Adelaide saying something. (laughs) Who knows what's about to come out of her mouth. Or her skin color even. Or, you know, like I just, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just so sweet and innocent. And it really hit me though that, I, you know, that I should teach Adelaide to make those genuine connections with people, you know, even, um, people who do look different. Um, I'm, for those who don't know, I am like a YouTube, like monster. I love watching. You fall down the hole. I fall down a lot of rabbit holes. And, um, lately I've been on a kick of, um, disability and, yeah. uh, interabled relationships, which I hope to tackle one day on this podcast. We're going to talk about it. So it's, we'll yeah, see. It's fun. Um, but every person who either is disabled or a family member who's disabled in all these interviews that I'm watching, um, say, you know, that point where kids are like, why are they in that wheelchair? And, you know, parents mm-hmm. are like, stop staring, stop staring, right. stop staring. That all these people that I've been seeing in these interviews are like, you should come up to me or right. you should come up to my kid and ask, you know, it's okay to ask those questions, of sure. course, in a respectful way. Um, but that those people need a little love too. You it's know? weirder and, for you to tell them to stop saying right, anything like, and stop talking about it because then they're like, oh God, something's wrong. You right. know, like it has the reverse effect that you think it's going yes. to. Yeah, totally. I, um, I also think it's really interesting. My hair is super like normal now, I guess, but I've had lots of random hair you colors, have. you know, and that people always want to talk to you when your hair is like green or purple or orange or something. Or when I started to get heavily tattooed, which I didn't do till I was in my Mm thirties. So I had a lot of experience in life without tattoos versus experience in life where people can see your tattoos. Um, and how I have so many genuine day making conversations with people about things like the chakras on the inside of my arm, which if I'm being 100% honest, I probably would not have tattooed if I knew how much I was going to be talking about it early on. Today, I think it's really cool that it turns into so many conversations. And today, a lot more people, I guess, are exposed to them. But when I got it 13 years ago, you know, like that I had a lot of people be like, what is it? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. And so I would explain to them that, you know, like there are these seven energy centers that you have that, you know, like roll up the center of your body and I usually would say, you know, like when you're in yoga class and everybody's like, oh, you know, and they're like, yeah, I do know that. And I'm like, well, that's what this one means. And they're like, oh, well, what's this one sound like? You know, like they want to know so much and yeah. it's so genuinely cool that, or they want to know what the flower is on my half sleeve, or they want to know who this is on my forearm, you know, like that people being genuinely interested in you and you starting conversations with them, especially on the heels of us all taking off masks. Yeah. Like that I, sometimes maybe it's hard to tell on this podcast, but like I love people and I love those genuine like interactions like that, that are really based in like being curious about one another. And um, so it always makes my day when I can have those kinds of genuine interactions. Well, yeah, because I think that a lot of people walk through this life feeling 
alone, yeah, feeling unloved, that even a compliment can totally make someone's day like, and I mean almost in a life-saving manner. Absolutely. You know, um, that a little kindness goes so, so far. And genuine connection, it's powerful. You know, sometimes, because I know we all have this like internal nudge or dialogue that tells us, like when you see something on somebody, like let's say for instance, like you like their necklace. Like something really not important in the grand scheme of like the world or whatever, that if you think that and you don't say it out loud, that you've missed the opportunity to maybe make someone's day, you know, and that that necklace could represent something totally different to them. Mm -hmm. And your compliment that you like that necklace could open up something that's also not connected to the necklace at all that like makes them have a great day after that or validates them in some way that they needed to be validated. Like the whole concept of day making is that when you feel the internal nudge to do something that you think is polite and kind and going to help somebody get through this messy freaking life that we're all trying to like get through. Right. Life is hard enough. Do it. Yeah. And you know, like we've been talking about compliments a lot, but I also think about it a lot. And this is probably like the old bartender in me. Like that if I can give you $3 for a tip, well, can I give you six? And if I can, and I'm not going to miss the $3, then I should do that. Because Mm -hmm. if my $6 tip, when you, when the server looks down at that and they are like expecting a one or $2 tip and they get six, And that gives them a boost and then they're excited and happy about it. And then they carry that into their next Mm -hmm. table and it allows them to like do better work and be more engaged and want to show up at a different level. So they make more money at the end of the night. If my $3 could help do that, that is money so well spent, you know, like that we just don't know how these small transfers of energy that we're having with people are making an impact on the rest of their days, nights, weeks, you know, like incomes, lifestyles, like we're so powerful, you know, it goes back to the idea that love should be given freely, not earned. Oh my gosh. Yes. A million times. And that if you are in a position to help someone, whether that's verbally, financially, physically, whatever that means, that could look a million different ways. You have the power to do that. What's your, um, it was maybe a month or so ago, you had a Starbucks situation. Oh my gosh, that was so crazy. So I wasn't late for work. I was actually running early for work, which is why I went by Starbucks in the first place. But when I got there, it was raining outside because it rained for like 10 years in Texas, you know, or like every day where we had to like trudge through the rain every single day anyway. But the day before... Starbucks but the day was before closed. that, all the Starbucks in Arlington were closed for because some they can't get milk. So or I was jonesing, yeah. you know, and was like, "It'll be so much easier to get through the day if I can take a Starbucks." You know, so I go to the Starbucks. The parking lot is packed. The drive-through is packed. You know, and I'm looking Annoyed. for a parking place, thinking if I go in, it's going to be faster than if I go through the drive-through, and I won't be late for work. So, like, I circle the parking lot two or three times because the parking lot's packed. I finally find a parking place. By this time, I'm like, is the Starbucks even worth it? You know, like this is so dumb that I'm addicted to the coffee. So I have to have the coffee so I can go. Like I was already in a mood, I guess, clearly. 
So then I get out my raincoat, you know, like I'm wearing long bell bottoms to work and I'm like, God, I didn't think this through very well, you know, like and I'm trudging up there. And so I finally get into the Starbucks, I'm flustered. I get up to the counter and I'm ready to give this girl my order. And she is like, wow, you look amazing. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> with my bent attitude, you know, I was like, right. what? And she was like, just everything, mm-hmm. like, your hair and your outfit and you're like, you look great. And I was like, thank you. You know, like <laughs> it shifted everything. And it was so funny because I would have gone through the drive through had that not been packed out. I was annoyed that I had to go in in the first place, you know, because that was going to be faster. But if I hadn't gotten my ass out of the car, spent the time to drive around the parking lot, you know, and go in, I would have never gotten the compliment. But there was an opportunity for you to do the same thing for others. Right. And then I turn around and all over, you know, like this is back before we were still wearing masks Uh in Starbucks and all of the dining rooms were still closed. So people couldn't sit in there and drink their coffee. Like if you went in, it was just to pick up your coffee and go. So they have this huge table in the middle that nobody can sit at. And it was Mental Health Awareness Month. And they had all of these post-its all over this table with markers. And they were like, leave a note, take a note for Mental Health Awareness Day. And it was like literally maybe 85 to 100 post-it notes sprinkled all over this table with like these sweet love notes that people had written to someone, you know, Mm -hmm. just saying, you're doing a great job or you're awesome. So many random things. So while I was waiting for my coffee, I was on such a high from getting like that really (laughs) genuine compliment when obviously I needed it because I was in a bad mood. Um, that I wrote out five or six awesome post-its and left them there for people. It was just such a cool experience about how somebody really just being genuine and kind can change your whole day. And like, let's be real, I would have gotten over my bad attitude and shook it off and, you know, like had a fine day anyway, but I didn't have to do that by myself. Like the universe was conspiring so I could snap out of it like that. And it was really, really cool because... I don't know if that girl knew the effect it was going to have on me, or maybe she says that shit to everybody that comes into Starbucks, but Doesn't whatever, matter. it didn't matter. <laughs> it totally made my day. It, it was spoke great. to you. Yes. It's what you needed in the moment. Yeah. Um, I think that that's so cool. And I love that story. And I love any opportunity. I've been trying really hard to send little love texts mm-hmm. to my friends here and there, just as a reminder that, hey, you're on my heart you're on my mind. I mean, life is hard enough. And, um, just those little bitty like nuggets of like just sending out love juju into the world, even if it's over a text message, I think, I mean, all my friends have been loving it. They're like, Oh my gosh, that made my day. I miss you so much. Thank you. And it doesn't even have to be anything like touchy-feely rainbows and kitties. Sometimes I send like really funny shit like, hey, don't forget you have a great ass, you know? Right. Because that stuff is important for people to hear, Um, yeah. Or, you know, like, hey, you're a badass. And people are like, you know what? You're right. I am a badass. I am a badass. As a matter of fact, I am, yeah. Um, That that is just, it's magic. It's absolute magic. And I love seeing a, um, I love obviously seeing a physical transformation when I'm doing hair behind the chair, but it's so much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And the emotional transformations that can happen, whether I'm doing hair or not, it could be behind the chair. It could be at Kroger. It doesn't matter. 
I I love it. Well, and uh, what my favorite thing about making about day making, like as a practice to use in your daily life, is it's also oftentimes free. Right. You know, like I obviously brought it up in the tip conversation because $3 one way or the other isn't going to throw me, but could make a big difference for somebody. But that it's not about monetary exchange of energy. Like a lot of times we're just talking about doing the things that you're already doing on a daily basis, but doing them always aware of how can I do this and make someone else's day. And that when you go into life with that kind of intention, it is amazing because I can make lots of people's days all at one time. And that that ripple effect has huge impacts for our world. You know, like it's that whole idea that like, if I wanted to change the world, I would just start with me. That's where it has to. Yeah. Like I would quit looking at where I can do these big, giant, huge things. And I would really just focus on the menial things that I think I'm doing every day and do them with great love and do them with the intention of making other people's days better. And that shit changes the world. And put you in a higher vibrational frequency, I might add. So Let's you're able to that. receive all the yes. good things the world has for you. Like, that, Listen, you know what? I'm at a stage in my life where I am learning. Everyone is looking out for number one. Totally. And you know what? It's more power to you. Yeah. Like it Same. sometimes needs to be that way. Yeah. And you and I are experiencing that a lot. Firsthand, where yeah. we've had to set a lot of boundaries and say, I'm looking out for myself and whatever's good for me is going to have to be good for everyone else. However, I think that I, I can only speak for myself. I get a little exhausted by that sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm totally down to look out for myself and to do what's best for me, but in a really simple moment where I could do what's best for someone else and all it takes is like saying something awesome. I can do that. Let's be clear about the difference in these two conversations though, because your first point was that you're doing what's best for yourself because you're not going to sacrifice what's good for you in lieu of what's good for other people. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about with day making is something that doesn't sacrifice what's right. good you. don't for have you. to martyr yourself no. to like make someone else's day. This is day. not That's about not what we're suggesting. contorting <laughs> yourself into an uncomfortable position or making choices that are going to put you at a disadvantage in order to make someone's day. Right. I'm talking about free kindness and observation and awareness of things that you're able to do for other people that's good for them and for humanity, you know? Like, and a lot of these things are also by default good for you because you feel good about being a decent human being for Christ's sake. Like, it's just not that, um, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. And so much of it is us getting out of our um, self-induced bubble that we're in. A lot of times, you know, like cell phones obviously aggravate that, where when we're out in the world, how engaged are we in what's going on around us versus what's going on on our phones, you know? Like, and I, you know, we were talking about Eva and we've had several other people as badasses of the week, like that when I'm hanging out with Eva or you and I have done this plenty of times, like if I can put my phone away, like it's gone, it's not there. It's in the other room. It's in my bag. You know, like it's not with me in my hand or sitting on the table or wherever it is that we happen to be. I can hang out for hours and not look at my phone and lose entire half days or days, you know, like, because I'm so engaged yeah. in what's happening right here in front of me. Um, but two years ago, I don't know that I could have done that, you know, like that it becomes this crutch for me to disengage. So I don't have to be present with you. 
And that really what so many of us are desperate for is each other's presence, you know, and to be truly with another human being, even if it's for 90 seconds while someone's checking you out at the grocery store, you know, like even if it's just me being present with my mother on the phone, you know, and like actually listening and asking questions and being interested instead of interesting, you know, or instead of just like going through the motions that we all do. So it happens a lot to me at work when I'm doing the same thing that I do all day, every day, but then the person I'm interacting with is the one that's like pulling me into the presence Mm -hmm. with them, you know, like being present with other human beings is really what day making is all about. You know, where I get really messed up Hmm. and this is so bad. Just recently, I was on a deadline to send a headshot to something for my educator Mm -hmm, situation that I'm doing. Um, but I had like 10 phone calls that day that of like stuff you and I had a pre-interview to do. Mm. Um, I've been trying to sell my car. I was talking to people. I like juggling all the things. I also feel like I have to constantly be available, like, because I have a child. So in case anyone has to get contact with me that way and, oh, and that was the day I let Adelaide play outside, like with her friends without me, Right, you know, um, (laughs) big steps, big steps, big steps, um, that I was on the phone, but I was emailing this headshot at the same time. So I'm not even present in the conversation that I was having. Right. I was trying to email this headshot to the person that I was emailing and I kept on hitting the send button rather than, than the attachment button. So I just kept on sending blank emails <laughs> until the third time when I realized what I was doing <sighs> that I finally had to be like, okay, stop emailing. I finished my phone conversation. Right. Then I got on the email and this person emailed me back and they're like, thanks, but you just keep on sending blank <laughs> emails. I'm like, yeah, I was multitasking and obviously I'm not very good at that. So here you go, because I'm a dumbass and I was clicking the wrong button because my mind is halfway into this phone conversation, but I'm trying to meet this deadline with this headshot and all like that. I was like, Jessica, one thing at a time, will you be present with people? It's really not that hard. Well, but that's also not a hundred percent your fault (laughs) because with the invention of technology and smartphones and this Uber efficiency, like back in the day, your iPhone wouldn't let you send an email and have a, like you had to choose. Much less an attachment at the same time. If the phone (laughs) rang, then you weren't able to access your email, which for, but now it's like, sure, do 27 things at once. Like no problem, but it is a problem. Like just because the technology says we can do it doesn't mean that our human brains oh gosh, are like, yeah, yeah I got yeah. it. Like, like, and that's bad too. Cause sometimes I'm on phone calls, but I'm also scrolling through Facebook. Oh my God. Yes. And you, and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, right. uh-huh. And then they're like, don't you think that's funny? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Maybe say that again. <laughs> it wasn't it's the worst. I was, or when you're like, on your phone, having a conversation, but the audio comes on while you're scrolling and then the person you're talking to yeah, knows. And you're like, ah, like oh God, it's so funny that we both know what that's like because that means we both done it. Um, so this is the thing about presence, you know, is like being fully present. You can't be a day maker unless you're fully present with people. I know. And that is... I keep on getting hit with that lesson. I need to... Presence. You know where else it comes up big time is um, in air travel. Ooh. So... 
like as soon as people started wearing headphones everywhere, I feel like it happened before, but it super happened like when Beats headphones became a Mm. thing and everybody had their Beats on at the airport, you know, and that it's so easy to tune out everybody that's around you when you have, and when you have your headphones on, that's like the international sign for don't talk to me. Right. You know, like I don't want to know where you're from and where you're going or why I want to listen to whatever I'm listening to. But that if you don't have your headphones on, then you have so many opportunities for people to like truly engage with you. Um, and now that I have my AirPods, like I'm want to do things like have them in and listen to my podcasts while I'm grocery shopping or like (laughs) we've been studying a lot of things. And so I'll like re-listen to things that I'm trying to like learn about or trying to finish an audio book or whatever. But how many opportunities to make a day am I missing out on because I'm stuck in my bubble, you know, like with my my technology. I miss thousands of opportunities. Yes. It's a double-edged sword, you know, like I'm super productive. Right. I'm tearing through audiobooks, you know, like I'm definitely learning all the things that I want to learn and I'm being exposed to, you know, these things that like make me feel good. But I'm also starved for these interactions that I wouldn't be having if I wasn't so wrapped up in my technology and able to like hide like that. So it is interesting that the concept of daymaking is sort of struggling right now because we've all been like cooped up in our houses and connected technology-wise to each other in a way that's making it hard to be real. And David Wagner wrote this way before technology was... Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't even think the iPhone was out. When if it was, it was fresh. Life as a daymaker. And it was out. this big, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, oh gosh, what was I going to say? It's right here at the forefront of my brain. Oh, the other part in life as a daymaker that I think is really important that I've talked to you about that I would implore everyone else to think about is to engage in conversation with people. So, mm. When someone asks what I do, yeah. rather than just saying, I'm a hairstylist, that's when David Wagner started saying, I'm a daymaker. Right. And people are like, a daymaker? What's that? And he's like, well, I work in a salon and I do hair and I make people stay. It makes you so much more of an interesting person. Yes. That, um, you know, and for those who have been longtime listeners, um, when we had Deborah Neal on, mm-hmm. And, you know, we were like, well, you're the CEO. And she says, well, I'm the chief energy officer. Right. Or, you know, like coming up with a really cool... Um, what Answer to what do you do? Answer to what do you mm-hmm. do is a really cool way to engage people and make someone's day because it gets people's wheels turning and it just makes life so much more interesting. It is also something I might add that we teach in Badass Branding, which is like, what's your elevator pitch? So if somebody, if you were stuck in an elevator with somebody and you had two minutes to explain to them what it is that you do for a living, and this was the person that could make all of your dreams and career aspirations come true, do you have a 60 to 90 second pitch that you can give them that actually sums that up? That's not something boring like... I'm a hairdresser. Yeah, I have a podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like that. That's not something memorable. But if you can tell somebody that you're a daymaker and explain to them what that means and how you do that, that leaves an impression, you know, and a mark or a chief energy officer, whatever great thing you want to come up with. So you know what's really interesting? What do you remember? Many, many, many years ago in my baby hairdresser career, (laughs) when I 
asked if one day when I made it to this big goal of mine, mm-hmm. if I could have badass on my card. I do remember this. <laughs> so I wanted my card, which at William Edge, for example, rather than our titles being master stylist, it's M Edge designer, I M E D G E, which like image designer, but M edge designer, like play on words, which I do think is really cool and interesting. And branded. I, yeah. Yes, like yeah. It, it's on brand yeah. for what we do. Um, but yeah, I wanted my cards to say <laughs> badass image designer, um, which is so funny because I mean, now you have cards that say badass on them. I know. You also have a vehicle that has a badass uh, mobile happen to come. And I, I love it. It's uh, all coming to fruition. You're drawing it to I you. I know. Um, it's good stuff. So if you guys see my badass mobile, you guys just wait. You wait till I see what I do with this car. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited so excited. To see my it. robot car. Very exciting. <laughs> um, and the robots are taking over the world at the same time. Yeah, a little scary, but <laughs> different episode, totally different topic. Um, so. What I would really love is from this episode that we create more opportunities and awarenesses for how we can make someone's day. Yeah. Um, And like make it a challenge. Like how many times in one day can you make someone's day? You know, and notice the ripple effects that the more we're consciously aware of our ability to do this and we actually follow through on the opportunity to do this, how that changes your quality of life because you're making an effort to change other people's quality of life in a, you know, productive way, I think is uh, what I'm going to take away from this and try and be more mindful of and just not hiding behind the technology so much. So I miss the opportunities to connect with people at that level because you never know who you're around, you guys. Yeah. It's, uh, it's actually amazing how many times a day you are within inches of somebody that... A, really needs you to step into that role of daymaking for them and or B, could be somebody that could totally change your life in exponential ways if you were open and aware to uh, interacting with them. Total example. Okay. A week or two ago, I had this new guest, which I don't take many new people anymore. I don't have the time. But a place opened up on my schedule. My waiting list couldn't come in on such short notice. So I had this new guest Um, which is always a cool new opportunity for me. And we had our consultation, we talked and she just kind of told me if I cry, just, I'm okay. Just let me do it. And I was like, girl, I don't do sad tears here. Like (laughs) we don't cry in my chair. Like (laughs) I only do like cathartic tears. If it's cathartic, great. But if you're going to cry because of the haircut, she was like, no, 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 it's not because of the haircut. It's just she was talking to me about how no one prepared her for her children being grown Mm. and this life transition of I've been taking care of them my whole life and now they're adults and I'm supposed to concentrate on myself. (laughs) What, what, what does that mean? And so we connected on a really, really deep level. I told her about Eva. Mm. I was like, lady, if you need someone to talk to, I have a great healer. And she was totally into it and was like, I'm going to look her up. So Eva, you're welcome. Mm. Um, roles. Make the world so I gave her Eva's um, information. But at the very end of the service, she was like, you know what I want to do? 
she said, I think for my 50th, because I know this woman is in her 40s, but I think she said for her 50th, she wanted to go to a yoga retreat in Costa Rica. What? How did you not tell me the story? <laughs> Girl, we've been busy. Oh my gosh. So I said, well, funny enough, I can help you with that. <laughs> I own a company. Day making, y'all. Called Badass Ladies Club. And we have badass retreats where we are going to Costa Rica and it's a healing retreat. And I said, it's not strictly yoga. We're going to be doing yoga and shamanic breath work and art and surfing and like all these things. But, you know, so I gave her our Instagram information. Um, so she, she follows us on Instagram now and, um, it was amazing. The universe conspiring to bring us together. And I just said, girl, like we would be more than happy. I mean, it was the perfect, like, this is our person. Yeah. And, you know, I had that other client, um, who was talking about her trip to Costa Rica and the ayahuasca right. her mental health journey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's freaking awesome. You should join us in Costa Check Rica. Check this out. Yeah. I know. So, um, and even if these people like don't come on our badass retreat, what it's about. Yeah. That's like, not what it's about. It's about making honest, pure connection with people that says you're struggling. I'm hearing your mental health journey. And I want to let you know that I'm available mm -hmm. to help you with this. Or if you don't come on our Costa Rica trips, I have access to healers. Right. Or a free podcast. Right. Or, you know, like and, pep talks, like all right. so many things that, that are. That can help you through this journey, you know. Um, so it's just been really cool that Costa Rica keeps on popping up in my life. Costa Rica and this is, y'all. I'm going to try not to get a little emotional about it, but like, this is why we started the Badass Ladies Club in the first place was to create a community where people supported each other as we're healing because that shit is raw and real. And when you're in it, the people that aren't doing it also don't always get where you're at, you know, and that you, to be able to have so many resources for somebody, like it's really not about uh, selling a spot to Costa Rica, you know, like it's really about having connectors and resources, like being able to give her Eva's contact information or to tell her that we have a podcast where we focus on some of these things or that we're going on trips in Costa Rica, like whatever it is, that if it means that someone feels heard, seen, supported, and understood that we are holding space, we are holding for space you. for that ladies. And that is what, um, this whole business and podcast is designed. And in respect to like, if you build it, it will come, you know, and that we're here that these people are like being drawn to us. So as much as like marketing and social media and posting schedules and all algorithms and all that shit's concerned, like I'm sure all of that's very important. What's way more important is our intention to create this community to be supportive to people that need it. And those people find us without all of those other things, you know, like, and that that is such a cool, um, it's such a cool way that the universe works, you know, and it comes from this place of day making and love and seeing people where they're at and meeting them there with support and understanding. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I love, love, love that so many of these yeah. synchronicities fall in line like that. Yeah. It's good times. It's been really cool. Um, 
get out there and make someone's day. Like all the people that you can, every opportunity that you have. Um, You know what I just thought of? Like I'm, I even want to like, if you have an experience like my Starbucks experience or like something that we've talked about here today that you're like, oh my God, something like that happened to me. Uh, shout out and tell us about it because if we could get some really cool like day-making experiences on the Instagram or the Facebook page, you can send us a video message. You can just send us, you know, DM us with your experience. Um, I've got some free Badass Ladies Club swag to give to some people that want to share their Ooh, awesome day-making experience. Like, because... I know that there are so many beautiful badasses out there that are making the world a better place. Like share that with us so we can give you some badass love and we can send you some free shit because you deserve it for making the world a better place. Amen. We love y'all badasses. Have a great day. Thank you guys.